welcome to What We Like. We're your hosts, Cindy and Sonia. Join us each week as we discuss the world of adulting with some ratchet recap and fun sessions. And be petty, because I have a petty spirit. So if my petty spirit is live, it's it well. probably say this if you pull up all the episodes i probably say this every sunday or monday but i am ready for the weekend already like what kind of life am i living that on monday i'm ready for the weekend longing for the weekend yes i know because i'm right there with you (laughs) although it wasn't a bad monday it was it was pretty good not eventful you know work went quick but I just, I love, I need to hurry up and ret- retire, hit the lottery, something. Well, speaking of which, you know, power, is it Powerball is up to $500 million, I think. So I think we both need to play. Yes, because you know if, if I win, then you're going to have to quit your job because I'm going to need somebody to travel with me. <laughs> I'm right there. And, you know, I was thinking about that. I don't usually keep up with the lottery. And my brother texted me on Saturday, and he was telling me that it was $400 million or $500 million or something like that. And I was like, okay, maybe I need to get a ticket. And right. I was talking to him, and we were talking about, okay, we need X amount of dollars in order to quit our jobs. You know, I said, well, we just want a million. We still got to work. <laughs> right, right, right. <laughs> it's a lot we're going to have to do with that million. So we still have to work. But, you know, we win the, the jackpot, jackpot. Yeah, definitely. You know, right. Yeah, we, we can do away with that. 200 million. Yeah, I I, th- I mean, for, so if it's at 500 million, probably when everything is said and done, you probably get like half of that. Right. You know, with taxes and all of that, you probably get half of that. I think mm-hmm. I could work with that. I could work with that. I I think I think so. We could travel, we could do all kinds of stuff. So you would definitely have to quit your job though. <laughs> I, you wouldn't have any complaints from me. <laughs> <laughs> because the last thing I want is like, oh, let's go to Vegas and then you like, oh well let me put oh, in PTO. to go things to see yes we would we would definitely have to do that can you just imagine 200 and some million dollars i can't imagine it so i think we definitely need to play this week tomorrow i think it is and see how how we fare i think so i think so okay so for car chatter Let's jump right into our car chatter. 
for car chatter, I was um, looking, listening to The Breakfast Club, and they had a rapper who I, I'm not really sure who he is, but his name is Chris Martin. And they were talking about, he was on Angela Yee's lip service. And they talked about, would you tell your partner if their friend, like their girlfriend or whatever, tried to hit on you? Um, so would you tell your mate that? So, like, would you tell your your date if their friend tried to hit on you? I, I don't really see that happening. I just, I don't know. It, it's a rapper, so I'm assuming it's somebody that's young. That, right. And that, that was doesn't gonna be seem my thing. like grown folk problem to me. You know, I put myself in that right. situation and I'm thinking, okay... So, do I, one, do I see one of Mr.'s friends hitting on me? No. (laughs) Right. I I don't. And then the next question is, if something like that did happen, do you tell? I think that answer depends on your significant other. If they're crazy, and I mean that in the most loving terms, (laughs) or if 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 they're somewhat of a hothead, and you know they're going to fly off the handle and maybe try to fight the person, I think that needs to be handled a little bit differently. Because I'm the type of person, I could shut that down and be done with it. Right. But I do know, because I, I heard some of that on The Breakfast Club, and I know they also said one another reason for telling would be because you don't want your friend to be friends with someone who would do something like that behind their back. So you, you would feel kind of obligated to tell. So maybe in that sense, I would say it in a half-hearted, joking, jokingly type of way that, hey, so-and-so said this or whatever, but you know me, I shut that down. Right. But I, I think it really depends on your mate and the temperament. Of right, right. And, and I think it also, for me, would depend on the level of their friendship, you know, if it, if they yeah. were really close, then I would probably feel obligated to say something. But then again, that goes back to what you said about their temperament. Like, if this is somebody he's right. really close to, then I know that he would probably really go off, you know, because that would be part hurt disappointment, anger, you know, all of that wrapped up into one. So, you know, I would... Because <clears throat> yeah, if, if your boo is is hot-headed and you tell him that, then there's right. a fight. Somebody could get hurt. Somebody right. could get arrested. You just... I mean, if your boo is right. hot-headed. You know, if they're more even kill, then you can have that conversation. I think I would be able to have that conversation and nothing would pop up. Yeah. Off. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I I think I, I would tell, depending on their, the level of their friendship, I think, like you said, I would try to shut it down because what I would want to know is I would want to be absolutely sure that what I thought happened, happened. Like, did he actually try to hit on me? I don't want any mistakes or anything because, <laughs> you know, we're talking friendship. 
you know, to so right. I could be killing a friendship and he really didn't mean whatever. So I want to be absolutely sure that you were trying to hit on me, you know, before I said anything. But I agree. I think that that's like a young people thing, you know, because I think, yeah. and, and not to say that it couldn't happen with over 40, but I think once you get past that age, like, you know, I think the respect level is different. Not to say that young people don't have respect for each other. That's not what I'm saying. I'm just saying, I think there's some difference. Like, I I just don't see, uh, like, me and my mate out and his buddy coming while he's going to get drinks, you know, trying to worm his way in. Now, when I was in college or... You know, that kind of thing. I saw it and it happened, you know. So, I, I I remember those days. But now, you know, 40 and above, I don't even, I don't think that that would happen for us. I don't think yeah, that's. Yeah, I don't think so. As the young I, I kids don't, say. I don't, I don't think, think that's, that's, that's our issue. Thing. Yeah, I don't, think, I don't think that's that's our issue. But it now, was we have plenty. We have, we have plenty, plenty of issues, but I don't think that's one of them. <laughs> we have, we have plenty. And which, you know, this is another segment, but I'm really surprised at some of the issues that you have, especially dating over 40 and over 50, that, you know, I just assumed that that went away with age, but <laughs> no, you know, it doesn't. So... Yeah, that could be another episode for us. <laughs> the yeah. woes of dating over 50. So, that yes. could be an episode. <laughs> and, but, and, you know, that was our first episode, if I remember correctly. And it may be time to revisit that. You're right. Yes. Because it 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 really is a lot. I have a friend who's on a dating site. And, you know, she just talks about all the different you know, games that, that men play over 40 years old. And you would think, <laughs> oh my gosh, aren't you tired of doing that? Right. Like, <laughs> you know, don't you just want to find somebody and y'all ride off into the sunset together? Like, who has time for those games? But Not you know. I. Anyway. So, for this week, I guess we could jump right into the episode. This week, I thought we would talk about um, something that I saw somewhere, and I really thought it pertained to me. It was, the question was, are you set in your ways, or are you flexible when it comes to certain things? So, like, food. Are you set in your ways? Do you eat basically the same thing all the time or you more like a foodie do you you know adventurous with your food or um you more of a meat and potatoes kind of okay. girl i can just tell you right off the bat i am not adventurous when it comes to my food that is not me she is not me i am okay. not okay <laughs> okay uh, and it really gets to mister because he's a lot of times he's like try this try that and I'm like what is it and I want to I want to <laughs> smell it and I'm like what yeah you know and he's like 
just try it. And I'm like, <laughs> that actually happened last weekend. Oh my goodness. So, no, I'm not so flexible. I, I am more flexible than I have been in the past. Just a lot of times to appease him, I'll try things. But I, I'm kind of your basic meat and potato type of gal. I, oh, wait a I don't, minute. Did I don't you, need to did you venture actually, out and experience. Did you actually say you smell your food? Are you one of those people that smell your I food? I am. I want to know exactly what I'm dealing with. Oh, my <laughs> gosh. It is nothing that burns me more than when my daughter, like, she's like, what's in it? And then she smells it. I'm like, what? I do. Like, are I you going to smell I do it at home. Now, I'm not, if I'm in a restaurant and I'm getting served, I'm not going to smell the plate. I'm not going to do that. Right. But right. at home, I most definitely will. So and what are you smelling for? What, what are you? I don't what, know. What you know, <laughs> his palate is a little bit freer than mine. And okay. he is open to eating food. People's food. <laughs> right, right. Whereas I am not. So if he brings in a dish, I I, I don't know what I'm thinking. I'm going, I did that. I I there was a casserole dish in the refrigerator and I opened it up and I smelled it. And I was like, no, I don't want that. <laughs> but okay, but see, okay, here's my question. When you smell it and you say Nope, don't want it. Like, what? What smell said to you this is not going to be good? Like, what? What? You know what? what Honestly, in this in this instance, it wasn't the smell. I just didn't want it. It wasn't the smell. But I did. I I did smell it. I did smell it. Okay. And and I was just like, no, I don't want it. (laughs) (laughs) So no, that is one area that. I'm a little fixed then. I, I, you know, I loosen up a little bit, but I, no, I don't experiment with my food a lot. I don't see, see, you know what? Okay, I experiment to the extent that I, you know, I can experiment, but I'm I'm pretty open, you know, um, to to try things within a certain limit. You know, I'm I'm not gonna. If it's not your normal, and this was prior to me stop eating meat, but if it's not like I'm not gonna do like squid and all of that kind of stuff, I I, I don't like that kind of stuff. But you know sauces and I, I had, and, I had you know. squid this weekend. Oh really? See, yeah, no. So That's... I will. Exp- you know, I I open up a little bit, but it it tastes a lot. <laughs> yeah, so no, I'm not gonna do that. I will, I will try like your basic stuff. Like when people get like you know tricky with different sauces or different ingredients, I'll I'll do that. But like your out of the box like gator and all of that kind. Of, no, I'm not. I'm not doing that. I'm I'm just not. I'm not built for that because I feel like what if it makes me sick to my stomach. Then I throw up. Then I'm gonna keep throwing up and all it. Yeah. So, I yeah. I'm I'm sitting here listening to you say that you um you are meat and potatoes kind of simple stuff, and I'm like, oh well, maybe I'm a little more simple than I thought I was. Because 
I'm I'm not gonna get real adventurous with it, but I I won't smell it. Um, but I have a thing. I don't like leftovers, and so I I will I, eat leftovers. Yeah, see, I I don't like leftovers. I will eat certain things. I like leftover, like pizza, spaghetti, you know, stuff like that, chili. Those three things I'll probably eat. But other than that, like, once I eat it that one time, I'm kind of done. Like, you know, on Thanksgiving where people eat it like that entire weekend? No. Yeah, but I will eat, and I don't do the really traditional big Thanksgiving. Like, that's not for me. But I will eat leftovers until they're they're gone. So I can eat leftovers. I can have it for lunch and for dinner, and I'll do that for three or four nights in a row. (laughs) They're oh, completely gone. No. I will. Oh no, I I just can't. Like I don't I don't like to I don't like to see it when it gets like still and then you have to it's compact and then you have to put water or something on it to loosen it back up. Like I just no. That oh, kind of no, I'm just, not doing I'm not doing all of that. Yeah, it has I don't to even... have its, its own sauce or something in there that's going to come up when I warm it up. I'm, I'm not recooking it. I'm not adding water and stirring. <laughs> I'm yeah. not doing all of that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I just don't like... I, I like... But like I said, I do like spaghetti, chili, that kind of stuff that will... You know, when the uh, seasonings and stuff settle and they overnight, then it gets really good the next day. You know, that's me. Now, do you have to warm your food up or can you eat it kind of you know room temperature or whatever it does it have to no, be really hot i, I need it hot and yeah I, I eat my leftover pizza i need i need that hot i'm not eating cold food no. yes yeah. <laughs> see yeah mine's has to be really hot like even when i come from like chipotle or somewhere like that to eat i have to bring it home and heat it back up because i like it really hot that I'm that kind of person who likes it where you have to like leave your mouth open a little while to let the steam come out I like it (laughs) (laughs) I like it like that so okay so we so we've gathered that you are not as flexible with food okay so now what about traveling are you flexible about um a lot all the stuff that comes along with travel like hotels or where you go or you know that kind of stuff time I am pretty flexible when it comes to traveling although I my preference is to fly than to drive anything Uh over I would say four hours my preference would be to fly right Uh, hotels I I don't do outside rooms (laughs) right okay I don't I don't know that... Well, yeah, they're still out there because I see them yes. sometimes. But, you know, I can't do the... I, I'm not with the outdoor rooms. I, I don't want to open my the door to my hotel room and be outside. I, right. No, I don't want to do that. Other than that, that's about it. I'm pretty flexible. I can go anywhere, pretty much do anything within limits. I just don't like to drive long distances. Right, yeah. I think I think I'm pretty much the same. I don't like to fly, but 
I also don't like to be in the car for longer than like maybe six hours. And that all depends on who I'm riding with. There are certain people that I have like a two hour limit. We just can't yeah. be in the car that long together. But um, six hours is probably my max. So Honey, if it's over four, book me a ticket, please. <laughs> do six but <laughs> after that and not to say that i haven't you know obviously i've done six right five and a half six i've, I've done that a lot but yeah the older i get the less appealing it is to me oh definitely because i would have in the past i would have driven 10 or 12 hours you know to go somewhere because i hated to fly i no, still I was hate to shit. fly Oh, yeah. I I have done 10 or 12 hour drive by myself, you know, but I'm not that girl anymore. Like, and as much as I hate to fly, I hate to be in the car probably equal or more. And so I'll go ahead and suck it up and fly. I just drink a lot of alcohol, you know, to get me prepared. Yeah, I just don't. I I just can't be in the car past six hours now. But yeah. I remember when I could before. I could travel, you know, but it takes up a lot of your, you know, vacation time too, because you think you're in the car for a day going, a day coming back. That's two days that you could have been on your vacation. You know, right. so that's what I, you know, try to tell myself now that Flying is important because it helps to maximize my PTO. That's what I tell yeah. myself. <laughs> That's a good way to look at it. <laughs> yeah, maximize my PTO. So, and I'm like you. I don't like hotels or motels, whatever, with the door outside. I can't. I can't do that, especially if I'm traveling by myself or with my daughters or something like that. I I definitely don't want the doors outside and now I've passed that on to them because me and um my youngest were going somewhere uh like a couple of months ago and we were looking for somewhere to stay and she said to me oh we can't go there the door's outside and I was like oh she's learning (laughs) (laughs) yeah so Okay, so you seem to be a little more flexible with the travel than the food. Okay, okay. Yeah. Now, here's a good one. This might be my favorite. Are you (laughs) flexible with sex? Meaning, so would you, um, like your, your first date or you just getting to know this person, this is a new person in your life. So, how flexible are you? Do you have like a 30-day, 60-day, 90-day rule? And this is back when you were available. Did you do you well, have like a rule or what's what's that? I don't have that rule. I actually think I'm more flexible now as opposed to then. Because right. if I'm just single and I'm out meeting people, no. I I don't feel like I need to be flexible because I'm just, I'm going to do me what I want, when I want, how I want. And I'm not going to feel obliged to cater to or do anything. Right. (laughs) Because one might expect me to. No, not at all. 
I, I, you know, being in a relationship, I think I'm more flexible because it's taking that other person's wants and needs into consideration and, and being more flexible and more accommodating to please them and have them do that back to you in return. So I think, yeah. yeah. That was my second part. In a relationship. relationship. Yeah. Okay. That was my second part. In a relationship. Are you flexible? Definitely in a relationship. Uh, Outside of it. No. No. I'm just going to do me. Whatever I I choose to do. When I choose to do it. It, Be that almost immediately. Or a year down the line. Or never. It's whatever. (laughs) Right. Well, I think that that comes with age and um, learning responsibility and just, you know, learning who you are. Like, I'm comfortable with me, so if if that's what I want to do, then I will do it and no apologies needed. So, if, you know, if it happens two days, five days, you know, five months... I did it, and I don't owe anyone an apology for doing it. Like, right? Don't whatever you do, judge me or not. I don't owe anyone an apology. When I was younger, I you know I had all these rules and everything in my mind because you you know you want to do the right thing. You don't want to be a hoe. You know all these different <laughs> things. <laughs> but. You know, now I I see it differently, but I'm in a different space in my life, though. So, and as far as being in a relationship, I think I'm I'm really flexible. Um, but again, if I'm not feeling us at that time, sometimes it's difficult for me, and not because I'm holding out because I'm mad or anything. It's just difficult for me to be intimate. When I'm upset, you know, so, um, but I'm not the type who's going to like hold out because you made me mad or whatever. I'm not that girl. It's just difficult for me to, to bring on the, the, you know, the physical, if we're having some tension between us, you know, And, and then again, sometimes it's, that's the right time to, you know, <laughs> to get it in because that'll bring you back to where you need to be. That'll bring you back to your happy place. So <laughs> Sometimes it definitely will, especially if it's not anything that's really serious. It's not right. a huge blow up. If it's just a minor disagreement or something really small and insignificant, yeah, that can definitely put things back on track. Right, right. But if it's a big blow up, then, you know, sometimes that's, that's yeah. hard I, I've me. had that happen to me. And then afterwards, I, I get the question, you okay now? <laughs> right, right. <laughs> <laughs> well, um, okay. So we talked about travel. We talked about food. We talked about sex. Um, okay, so I guess just overall in your everyday life, do you feel like you're flexible or, you know, accommodating to a, a certain extent, like maybe with work or, 
um, friends or you whatever. Know, with work, I would say it's probably the opposite of, of other things. I think early on in my career, I was probably more flexible because uh-huh. those times I was really apprehensive about taking time off or an extended time off or going away for long vacations because I need to do this and I have to do this and what happens if they need me and I would be taking my laptop home and working from home, taking it on the weekend. So I did all of that. I was super accommodating and super flexible. Not so much today. Right. <laughs> and, and not that my job means less to me. I think it's more of me prioritizing and just finding a balance and a happy medium. I'm still going to do my job and I'm going to do it to the best of my ability. And if there are times when I need to stay a little late or bring some work home, I'm okay with that. But that's not going to be the norm for me. I'm I'm a little bit more rigid in that respect now. And right. there was a time years, years and years ago, I would take my work laptop on vacations with me. Right. And then I was like, well, what am I doing? So yes. at work, I've I've been able to put a, a balance in place and... And kind of keep that in, that, that work-life balance and, and do away with it in that yeah. area. So I'm, I'm good there. I think more in the personal life as far as friendships are concerned, I'm, I'm flexible there. Yeah. You know, I, I try to be there for my friends, do whatever I can or be an ear or whatever is needed. And then you get that in return. Right. I'm super flexible in that area. Yeah. Yeah. I think I think so. I think I think probably the same for me for for work. Um I I go back and forth. I have periods of time where I'm not taking home any work. I'm not signing on once I get home or whatever. And then I have periods of time where I'm staying late, I'm coming early, that kind of stuff. So I'm I'm flexible to an extent, you know, when it works yeah. for me. You know, before I know. and especially if you feel a little bit guilty, like on Thursday, even though I was off on Friday, remember? Off. Right. <laughs> but on Thursday I go and get a pedicure at lunch. <laughs> <laughs> so you gone you know actually driving there getting a pedicure driving back to work I was probably going about an hour and a half but it's like so sometimes you feel that little guilt and it's like okay I'm gonna right. be a little bit late or maybe I'll log on when I get home but I think at the end of the day at the end of the month at the end of the year at the end of time it all balances itself out <laughs> right right absolutely that and that's what I was saying that's why I said you know sometimes I can be flexible and take stuff home and you know, yeah. do stuff. And then other times 
I'm in the car at 4 o'clock or 3.59. I'm walking down the stairs. I get to work at 7.30. And if I get there too early, I'm sitting in my car talking to you on the phone till it's time to walk upstairs. All right. And then or or time, get there at you know, 7.45 but still leaving at 4 o'clock. Exactly. So, you know, sometimes I, I can be flexible, you know, with works. When it work, when it works for me. Though, right, you know, right. I feel like now, like I don't go out of my way to do it. When I was younger and I was just starting out, I felt like, oh, I, you know, I have to. Like sometimes I would even work, but not, you know, not when I was hourly, not turn that time in because right. I didn't want Working them and not to, getting compensated you know, for it. right. You know, I also think what comes with that is. Being at that point where you're just starting out and feeling like you have something to prove. Right. Right. And yeah, I think that's I, what I, it was. I think I proved it all now. So. <laughs> right. And if I haven't proved it by now, then oh well. Yeah. And know? I shouldn't say I've, I've proved it all because there's always room for improvement. I do acknowledge right. that. But I'm, I'm right. not in that headspace anymore. Right. Right. Oh, definitely not. I... Like I said, I do what I have to do when it when it's convenient for me. And right. I do take my time off. You know, I make sure to get my time off. I um I would love to and most of the time it just works out that I have at least one day off per month. You know, just because you need that mental break. You need yeah. to you know, even if it's just me sitting at home or me cleaning out my closet or something or just, you know, binge watching something on TV just so I can feel like I'm living my life a little bit. You know, right. so I I do that. As far as friends, I hope I would hope to think that I'm flexible. You know, I'm you flexible. Are. With yeah, I would, I would hope to think that I'm flexible. You know, I like to um, be there, like you said, for my friends when they need it. And usually, because I feel like that's what I'm doing, I get that back in return. And you know, it, it's great when you have friends that you can do that with because your, you know, what I call it, my dark cloud moment could last you know, a couple of months and it's good when your friends can hang in there with you, you know, like I know this is a lot, but girl, let me tell you what so-and-so <laughs> said today, you know, and it yeah. turns into like a reality you show, know, you know, we've both had those dark clouds when I think we've both been calling the other person thinking, I know she getting tired of me, right. but I got to talk to her. Right. Right. And, you know, it's good to to be able to do that and not do it just because you're, you know, you want like some credit. Like, okay, next time I have a dark cloud moment, you're going to remember. No, it's it's just, you know, that you're you're I think that's what friendship is, you know, about you. You being there being flexible enough to know that, okay, she's having a moment. We can work with this moment and then. You know, we'll then someday in the future, maybe I'll need her and she'll be there. You know, so I think that I'm flexible in my personal life. I think I'm even flexible with my, 
you know, with my kids and, you know, all of their situations and stuff. I think I'm really more flexible now than I was when they were younger and I would and I was younger. Now yeah. I'm you know, I'm I'm trying to be zen. I'm trying to like have all positive energy and you know, leave the negativity behind. I'm trying to get in that headspace. So I'm really more flexible, you know, with them now than I was in the in the past. So yeah, I think I think I'm pretty pretty flexible overall. I don't know, food might be an issue. I might need to work on the sex situation a little bit when I'm mad, but for the most part <laughs> for the most part, I think, you know, I'm pretty flexible. I I don't like um I don't like tension and I don't like negative negative energy or negativity and so sometimes I find myself um giving a little bit just you know kind of bending a little bit just to keep those things under wrap you know yeah so um and especially if me bending or swaying or whatever it is doesn't hurt me then you know I don't have a problem with it so yeah it's all I, I about think, choosing your battles. Yes. Yes. So, okay. Well, I guess we can wrap that part up because you know what I'm ready to get into anyway is... I know, I da, know. Da, 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 ratchet recap. So, yep. did you watch the latest episode of Real Housewives of Atlanta? I did. Hot off the press. <laughs> okay. Okay, so... <laughs> What did you think about Nene? Like at the wedding and <sighs> you know, what what did you think Auntie about Auntie Nene? I I feel like Nene at the time of the filming was going through a lot. I get that, I acknowledge that, but oh my goodness, she is working my nerves and I'm not even on set with them. <laughs> Can right. I tell you? Right. And me specifically when she was meeting with the ladies. And first of all, when Marlo went to her, and you know I love me some Marlo, but when Marlo went to her and said, Candy and Portia want to talk to you, that wasn't completely true. Because right. Marlo is the one that said, let me go get Nene. And Nene right. is walking over saying, really at somebody's wedding? So she goes over and she's talking to them, but basically she's given the same speech, the same spiel that she's done previously saying, you guys don't know what I'm going through. Well, yeah, they do. Your husband has cancer. And, I, and I, I'm not saying that to belittle it, but I'm just saying that she is just like, ah. yes. yes. And she just kept saying, I need you guys to love on me and I feel like they are. And and Portia said that. She said, Nene, you don't think that we are supporting you? She said, I'm trying to support you. And she said, no, you're not. And then Candy also made a good point. She said that, no, she doesn't know the intimate details of what's going on with Nene because she and Nene aren't as close as a Nene and Marlo or Nene and Cynthia. So Nene doesn't open up to Candy. So no, she doesn't really know the private details of what's going on. But that doesn't mean that she doesn't support her or that she doesn't check on her. So 
I really don't know what more Nene wanted the ladies to do at the time. Well, I don't know. I just felt like you had, yes, you are going through something. And maybe they don't know. But, I mean, you never know what other people are dealing with, too. And they're just not expressing it outwardly like you are. So, although you want everybody, as soon as you walk into a room, you want everybody to be like, oh, Nene, how's it going? Is is Greg okay? Oh, well, what can we do? You want them to basically bow down. But you don't know what Portia's dealing with or what Cynthia's dealing with. or You, you just don't know well, because she, everybody she doesn't, doesn't express it. Right. And that's what I'm saying. As a friend, yes, I... You know, when I'm going through something, I it's it's important for you or it means a lot when your friends say, hey, how's it going or whatever. But you still want to know how they're doing or what's what's going well, on in, you know, in their life. Like you just don't know. So everybody can't bow down to you just because. Your husband has cancer. Like, we, we get that. And, and I'm not saying that that's not a horrible thing. I'm just saying, they you don't know. A, you know. They're giving her a pass for that. Shamari said that you should be able to spaz out on your friends. And they understand. Because they know that you're going through something. So, Shamari was giving her that pass. Also, when uh, Cynthia was on the way to the wedding with Candy and Todd, she said again, you know, Nene was going through a lot. They were talking about the bi-week party again. She said Nene was going through a lot. You have to give her a pass. So she's acting cray-cray, but both Cynthia and Shamari was like, well, we understand and, and we got to give her a pass. We got to let her go on that one because of what she's dealing with. So I don't know, again, why she's being so hard on the ladies and saying that they don't have her back because it appears that they do. Right. And how much do you want people to, I mean, and Greg is sick. He has been sick for a minute. And he'll probably be dealing with this for a while. So how long do you get to be nasty or be whatever? And then people say, oh, well, you know, she's dealing with a lot. Like at well, some point, just, people like, okay, no, you know. They're just saying that because I'm clear on she's not being nasty because of Greg's sickness. Because she she's always been that way. I think the only difference now is we're seeing a more emotional side of her where she's breaking down and she's crying more because that's not really vintage Nene. So we're seeing that. But as far as her being nasty towards the ladies and immediately popping off and cutting somebody off and not being their friend anymore, well, she's done that since she's started her show, as she likes to call it. That's true. Okay, so... Did you hear what Cynthia and I might just be, this might be my petty spirit, so you can shut her down if this is. But when Cynthia said, well, I'd rather be in a long distance relationship than living with him, living with my man or something, she said, and we don't like each other or something to that nature. Did you hear her say that? Yes. So, what 
What or who was she talking about? I didn't immediately attribute that as her talking about anybody. I thought that she was just saying it in a sense of maybe justifying her long-distance relationship or maybe even to some respect of her marriage. And she was just, uh-huh. I, I took it as she was saying, I would rather be in a long distance relationship with somebody that I love than having somebody here locally with me or in the house with me that I don't like. Okay. But then part of okay. me was wondering if that's one of the reasons why Nene is having a problem with her. Cause maybe Nene thought she was throwing shade at her or something like that. I don't know. Well, see, that's what I thought because I read some, article or something that said you're going to be surprised why D.D. was upset with Cynthia because Cynthia did say something shady and I could see overheard it or something so I could see Nene being upset about that or thinking that that was a shot I don't think that Cynthia was throwing a shot or if she was throwing shade at somebody I don't see her throwing shade at Nene not at that particular time because she was still riding for Nene. I was also thinking when Nene said her and Greg were talking about separating and Cynthia said, well, y'all already in different bedrooms. I said, maybe she's mad about that. Right. <laughs> you never know with like, Nene. I was like, whoo, did we know that? Like, did we know they were in separate bedrooms? Did I miss yeah. that? So I could see Nene being upset about that. I can see her being upset about Cynthia's a confessional where she talked about the long distance relationship, but I I didn't feel like that was a shot at at Nene. Okay, yeah, okay. Well, that might have been my my petty spirit. Just now, if they were on the outs, maybe because she could throw some shade. But they it appeared to be. I mean, Cynthia had just defended Nene to Candy and said, "Hey, you know, you guys went in her room. She she wasn't happy. Right. You, you got to give her that. So." I don't think that that was it. But I could see Nene taking it that way. Okay, so next thing, Eva's wedding was really pretty. It was really it was really pretty. She looked really happy. I'm, I'm going to go out on a limb and say I wasn't fond of her wedding dress and the whole crown. and Which one? Because oh, she had like three. The, the first one. <laughs> I just wasn't fond of the the first one. It looked, I don't know, it looked David's bridal to me. Like they're talking. I, I don't dress. understand the need for three. I don't. Right. And what about Candy and Todd? Because Candy was like, "Listen, honey, I had lions, bears, and tigers." Well, she didn't say that. She said she had a lion. Right. But I, I added the rest. But. She made it seem like she had a whole lot going on. And Candy, too, had a beautiful wedding. But she made it seem like her cost wasn't Eva's cost. Right. Which I would believe because Candy, you know, Candy frugal with her money. Right. But to me, it was pretty. But unless we didn't see everything or whatever, I was like, it, wow. Like, they said she spent... Two hundred thousand dollars or something like, yeah. No, it it didn't look. Yeah. But maybe I didn't see. But her first dress was not my choice. My my first choice. Her second dress was really pretty. I thought the second one 
was pretty, but the first one... I, I don't remember them. They're all a blur to me at this point. Yeah. I, didn't like, I, didn't like I know the there crown. was one that there was one that I liked, but I can't remember which one it was. I just wanted to fill in the crown and all of that. Just, yeah, you know, it was a bit much for me. Okay. And, and before we go, you know we got to talk about Shamari. I know, but before we go to Shamari, there was one thing that it, it, it makes me like borderline uncomfortable when I hear, and not just Eva, but anybody who, who does this. When she talked about somebody asking her if Mike was going to adopt Marley, her daughter, and yeah. she went on to say uh, he doesn't need to because he adopted her in his heart when he fell in love with her, to, which to me it is fine. And then, but to go on and say he is her father, right. I just think that's disrespectful. Well, and granted, the dad thought, might be uh, whatever what they call him. No, what they call him? No good. Whatever Deb, they call the dad. Debbie. 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 Uh-huh. Yes. He may be that, and he may be a whole a whole a host of other things. But I think that when the parent is living and well it's disrespectful for the other parent to call somebody else their father and their mother I think I agree that did make me uncomfortable when she started talking about the first part like well he doesn't have to adopt her because you know he loved her from the very beginning and you know that part I was like, okay, I can I can see that. Having lived in that same kind of space, um my my ex was very um loving towards them from almost day one, you know, and so was his family. So I could I could see that part. But I was really uncomfortable when she said that too about the dad because the real dad is like alive. He's living. Yeah. He's not, yeah. you know, it's nothing wrong with him. He's right. he's her dad until he's not. Like, you know, right. until he's gone, you know. And I think and, another thing that they have to keep in mind is no matter, and I get, I don't know the situation. He may be going through some issues. He may not be there like he's supposed to. It may, it may be a lot of things. And she may, I'm sure she feels justified in saying what she's saying. But understand that as her baby gets older and her relationship evolves and changes with her dad, that's just not a good look. Because right. whatever his situation is now, that doesn't mean that's going to be his situation forever. Right. Right. Like, yeah, I, I definitely didn't like that I didn't like that she's you know she said that now she could have said you know stepfather or bonus dad or you know or whatever um but and and you have to be real and acknowledge the fact that this child has a father Right. But she, she doesn't, she just completely like, okay, Mike is her dad. And I understand that not taking away from anything that he's doing as a stepfather, as her husband, but you can't erase this other person 
out of your life because had it not been for him, there would be no her. Right. Yeah, I I heard that and I was like, ooh, yikes. Just to yeah. mix the dad out like that? Like, you just can't mix him out just, you know, no. just because you not, y'all are not. You cannot wish him space. away. Right. Because he's still her dad. Just because right. he's not coming, he's not visiting or he's not paying or whatever, he's still her father. You know, and so yeah, right. that I agree. That part did make me pretty uncomfortable, especially having deal having dealt with that kind of situation. We never, right. you know, that was never a way that I would describe, you know, that situation. Now, were they? Was it true that he loved them from the beginning and he treated them like they were his own? Absolutely, but. You know, still, I would never say that. I never yeah. say anything like that. So, yeah. Okay. That, I just wanted to touch on that. Now, the drunkenness that is Shamari. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Now, I don't like Marlo. And I've probably said that a thousand times. But As much as I say I love Marlo. Right. <laughs> but I don't know if Marlo is so far off the mark when she says that Shamari <laughs> might have like a little little problem and she keeps yeah. chalking it up as she has babies and you know and she's going out and I will take into consideration that we're watching a show and this is over time so these events are not back to back like we are seeing it back to back that's so true I, you know. but it doesn't have to be back to back if every time you hang out with your friends and you end up being drunk that's an issue like it, it may be we're hanging out once a month but right. must you get drunk and I also the setting I think if they're having a girls night and it's okay now when it gets to the point where you're throwing up that's a bit much but right. at the wedding right was, yeah I, and you know what? And especially if my girl, some of my girlfriends, which I would hope that I have friends who feel comfortable enough to tell me if I'm getting to the if I'm that kind of drunk where I'm loud and obnoxious, then I would hope that you all would tell me. And then for me, I would cut it back a bit, you know, like, OK, or I would tell a friend. But if I'm to that point where every time now I'm getting really obnoxious and people have to tell me, okay, like Candy was had to keep telling her, okay, we're not gonna, <laughs> we're not gonna do this, we're not gonna, like, you know, and you know, you Candy to, was like, okay, I can't have my girl out here looking crazy, and you know she done got. Re- bottom of the barrel and she got Portia saying oh I love to see Mr. Shamari right like she was just loud and when she was saying that to (laughs) Eva's mom like oh my god she's beautiful (laughs) I'm like yeah you might need to cut back on your alcohol and I understand what you're saying about oh you don't get out much because you got the twins and blah 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 but Goodness grief. You need to, I don't know, you might need to check that or just lay off the alcohol or do a glass of wine. 
like most people do. When you out in an event like that, you drink one or two drinks or you like get a drink and kind of sip on it the entire night or whatever, you know, because you don't want to be drunk at places like you, that, like somebody's you know wedding and stuff like that. You know your limits. Yes. She's, a, she's a little ratchet because she was like, no, I'm going to be fine tonight. I'm not throwing up on anybody's floor tonight. So I guess in her mind, if it doesn't get to that point, she good. Yeah, like, and especially if I've gotten drunk around, you know, you and you say, dang, Cindy, you know, last time you got drunk, you threw up and you were real obnoxious and loud. I would be like, well, first off, I don't want to do that again. And second off, I definitely don't want to do it around the same women again. So they start thinking this is a pattern. Like, right. you know, every time we out together, and you you don't know your limits. And we all know our limits. Like, she's old enough to know her limit. You know, she she should know her limit. And why, let me say this. While we on Shamari... Girl, have you seen the little song her and Ronnie do together? Have not. Um, <laughs> you have. If I mean, you I want, think I've heard like a snippet of it, and it wasn't anything that made me want to listen to the entire song. Let me just say this: If you are feeling down and out, and you want a good laugh, watch a clip of them singing that song. And at the beginning, they do some kind of shoulder bounce or something. It kind of looks mm-hmm. like like Tourette's or something because they just mm-hmm. bouncing and shaking their shoulders. And, and then, look, I don't know how we didn't know, but Ronnie cannot sing. Like, how did we not know this man could not well, sing? Well, you know, he was more of the ones that would do the rapping portions. He wasn't really a singer. Oh, my group. gosh. He did more rapping. He cannot. Look, this is your homework for the <laughs> for the week. By the time I talk to you by this weekend, I need you to watch them perform this song. It is beyond hilarious like and she has a nice voice she has a good voice but ronnie bless his heart it's like somebody (laughs) singing in the shower it's it is really sad like he should stick to rapping or whatever else he does but singing is not his thing like Mm. not his thing and then they the shoulder bounce and just the whole little song is just it is it's not good. Like they should just yeah, table that. I have to that. check that out. Yes, check check that out. But overall, so was this the season finale? I I don't know. No, it it, it actually showed previews for next week's episode. Oh, okay. My my DVR must have failed me because I didn't see. <laughs> it must have it must have cut off because I didn't see no nothing else. So I'm like, oh, this must be the season finale. But my DVR must have must have failed me. So I gotta I gotta try to look and see what the what the previews are. But yeah, bless Nene Hart. And and then before we go, I saw that she tweeted today about not um her and Greg were still together because it was out on you know that her and Greg were separating um and she tweeted she was angry about it like 
you know, basically get your life because me and Greg are still together or whatever. And I'm like... And I would be wait. like, get your life because it was just aired on TV last night that you guys talked about separating. So don't right. get mad at me because something you you taped six months ago or eight months ago is just aired on TV. That's what we going off of. <laughs> right. And I'm like, you don't have to be mad. You know, you could have easily said, oh, okay, well... You know, this was, that was from a while back, you know, and we, me and Greg are fine. But thank you for being concerned, like, period. Like, all the nastiness and and blaming it on something is really starting to irritate me. You know, like, just That's stop me, it. Me. Yes, just, just stop it. But anyway, last thing, I really loved her dress, though. I thought her Needy's dress was really nice. If I was tall, I would wear that dress. But me being my height, that that no, wouldn't that work probably for me. wouldn't work for you. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that that wouldn't work for me. I would have a train and all kinds of stuff going on, so that would not work for me. But it was a nice dress. Did you like her dress? I did. It was okay. I liked it. I was trying to think of who my favorite was. But I don't know if I, I have one. <laughs> I like, you know what? I like Shamari's look, though. I oh, yeah. She... Her her look. I, I, minus the hair. I, I couldn't do the hair. But the dress was cute. Yeah, I even liked the hair for her. For her. I thought her whole little look was kind of cute. Especially for her because sometimes she be outdated. And so, what about Marlo's look? Okay, uh, I'm going to say it again. <laughs> I don't like Marlo, but I kind of liked Marlo's look. I, I, I did. did too. I, I liked, I liked her, her look. Too. Yeah, I, I really liked her, her look. Oh, now, uh, Candy was cute. Her dress was cute. Her, her dress was cute. Her look was cute because I liked the little bob hair yeah you know that she yeah. had so um, i don't really do a lot of sparklies but you know i i like the long and you know it was the waist was snatched and as a uh, top pointed out she had some uh side <laughs> right what i did yeah. like last thing for eva's wedding and so if i ever get married um uh oh, then no, this is marriage. what i'm gonna have I want everybody to wear a long dress, no knees, no whatever showing. I want everybody to wear a long dress too. I thought that was really, really cute. It makes it like an elegant event. If everybody, I guess has she didn't a want anybody in the up up in her wedding with their club dresses on. <laughs> right, because sometimes you have to tell folks. You know, so that that was a good way to Which, say. Yeah, because come class, candy. Candy probably would have had something that just the, her fingertips was brushing on. Yes, yes. Because she, she likes her something lot. short and tight. She does. Yeah, she does. But yes, yeah, so I um I like that. So if I ever get married, then you know again, then that's what you, I don't know. That sounds kind of scary because that that sounds like a big wedding. <laughs> <laughs> That sounds like a formal wedding. <laughs> <laughs> well, it no. For me, 
It'll probably be me, you, whoever you bring, my boo, and maybe a couple other people. So it won't be a whole lot of us there. <laughs> especially if Maybe we're going to have a formal dinner afterwards. Right, right. Because especially if you're talking anywhere near $1,000 a plate. Uh-uh. Right. Well, no. Todd told you, old little, old, old lady gang could have could have done it for twenty three ninety five a person. And, and hey, while he playing around, I'll be like, so what do you offer? Because <laughs> I heard you say on TV twenty three ninety five. <laughs> yeah, that's that's it. So get your dress ready just in case I get married in the next ten years. Get your dress ready. So, but I got yeah. That. All right, well, I guess we can wrap that up for this week's episode. If you would like to share your comments or let us know what you think about the episode, please email us at whatwelikeinc at gmail.com. You can also follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at What We Like. Make sure that you guys are doing what you like this week. Because we'll definitely be doing what we like. Bye. Bye.